Welcome to Sonoma Ashram's podcast, Sunday Satsang with Babaji. With great love and respect in my heart, I welcome you to this beautiful Sunday morning. Happy Easter. Before we begin, let's just take a moment to arrive and settle down. So wherever you are, just pull back, relax. Imagine your spine being straight and shoulders nice and open. Just hold that image straight, spine, and open shoulders. Lighten your mind. Calm your eyes. Invite that peace, calming, cooling sensation in your eyes. Thinking of a beautiful flower, just relax your facial muscles. Beautiful flower opening. Relax your neck, shoulders, spine. Soften the belly and get grounded, grounded. Imagine the breath rising from that grounding, from the navel towards your heart, opening your heart. As you breathe out, attention goes back to the navel. <clears throat> With the next breath in, imagine a beautiful lotus unfolding in your heart. As the breath goes out, the lotus is closing. Let this lotus open and close with the next few breaths. Maintaining the calmness in your eyes, gentleness on the face, softness in the body, opening the lotus of the heart. For a moment, just pause the breath wherever it is. Just pause it for a second. Bring your attention to your heart. Connect with that heartbeat. Ripples caused by that heartbeat. Rippling through your whole being.
and beyond. Before you stress out, release the breath. Pause it again. Connecting with the beat of the heart. Release the breath. Lighten your heart again. Now we take the attention towards the center of the forehead. With the eyes closed. Imagine you are pulling your eyes up a bit and pinning them to the center of the forehead. A little triangle between the center of the forehead and the two eye sockets. Pause the breath again and focus your mind in the center of the forehead. Imagining your eyes being still. Holding the awareness of the stillness of the eyes, mind is resting in the center of the forehead. Release the breath before you stress out. Keep your mind focused in the center of the forehead. Stillness of the breath, stillness of the eyes, stillness in the center of the forehead. Stillness of the mind. And slowly we open our eyes, greet ourselves. Thank you for taking this time to honor the stillness within yourself. Welcome to this season of newness. All the great traditions are reminding us of the emergence of the new. We just had Navaratri, Passover, Easter Sunday today. Every tradition is reminding us of the emergence of the new, together with the newness that's happening all around us in the environment. The earth is filled with 
new greens and buds are opening and season is changing. It's the season of change. We are all interconnected. Not just with among ourselves, we are connected with our environment, we are connected with the stars, the space. What is happening in the environment, it affects us. If we tune ourselves in with what is happening, in our environment, we can ride the, rain, the wave of the change. I was just thinking about this morning, how every tradition has acknowledged this season of the change. And there is a reason for that, to remind us. Yes, there are all kinds of things going on in our lives, our health and our problems and problems of the loved ones and what's happening in the world, all that is going on. And we may get totally caught up with all that and miss out and living fully, living a meaningful life. It's time to stop from whatever direction we are flowing in, whatever is, has consumed us. Just take a step back from that. Close your eyes and just imagine You are totally connected, not only with the problems of the world, you are connected with the, what's around you, the environment, connected with the air, the sun, the wind, the earth. Yes, we want to bring some kind of change. We want to live a meaningful life. How do we do? Where do we start? First, we start with self-care. Self-care. Look at yourself. What is it that you do to maintain your health. If you're not healthy, all these things, everything becomes meaningless. Self-care. Whatever I know about self-care, am I practicing it? I cannot practice all because in this age of information, we keep on looking for more, looking for more. But do I live what I already know? We start there.
is the season of change. Each individual, it's a wonderful way to bring the change. It's just looking at yourself and things that you already know and you haven't been bringing that in your life. Maybe this is the time to start it. Maybe things, the old habits that may have clung on to us, it's time to let go of those cling-ons. Try to bring something new. Little practices that we give that you have heard from the ashram. Start at the very first one, as soon as you wake up. As soon as you wake up, what is it that you do? Maybe start right there. As soon as I wake up, I sit in on my bed and take three deep breaths. Some of you may have been taking those three deep breaths. Has it become a habit or mechanical? Are you fully present to those breaths? Maybe the first breath could be, I love myself. I respect myself, the second breath. And the third breath could be, may I do some good in the world today? Whatever it is, if nothing, at least I plant a flower that can make the environment look a little happy. Starting the day with this little practice, There is more, of course, as you know. Checking the nostril, which breath is flowing more. You step on the ground with that one. Sometimes we just do it and we step and we, without thinking that what is the purpose of this? Purpose of checking your breath and stepping on the ground with that foot is... I'm listening to the messages of my body. Our body is constantly get, giving us messages. We steamroll through it because there is something more important on our mind. It's just taking that moment. I'm listening to my body. I'm being grateful for stepping on Mother Earth, who is constantly holding me, being aware of this love that's available to us, unconditionally. Gratitude. Walking up to the sink, drinking a glass of nice warm water with a little twist of lemon in it. Third thing, while drinking that water, I'm not checking my email. <laughs> How
how about while drinking the water, just close your eyes and say, ah, every single cell of my body is being hydrated. It's receiving this gift, this miraculous gift, this water. How often do we really appreciate just the water? Just holding, just even looking at the water. I mean, what a miracle it is. How it is made, what has been its journey, where it has been, how it has come, how it ended up in my glass, and now it's going in me. It's such a beautiful feeling of interconnectedness with time and space and environment through that appreciation. Just taking a moment for that glass of sip of water in the morning and just feeling it, just every single cell of my body is receiving this. Then of course there are more self, under the self-care, but if you don't do any more, even if you stick with these three, this is a good, way to start this season of change. Taking a little time to be with yourself, take care of your health. In this season of change, the other thing I would recommend that is very helpful, number two, find a little quiet time. Quiet time. Quiet time doesn't mean the t turn off the TV or turn off the electronics. Get yourself away from that just for a little time. Consciously. And if you want to make it a practice, now I have seen habitually, habitually now these people carrying their cell phones. They're right there, and there is nothing happening. They're back on that. Creating that quiet time doesn't need that you need a zafu, you need a candle, you need an altar, you need all this. Creating that quiet time is the one that you are holding and looking at it, just putting it away and close your eyes. just for a minute or two. Creating a little quiet time, consciously. It's not like, oh, I live alone, I'm quiet most of the time anyway. It's not that quiet time. Quiet time means quieting the mind from the engagement all around us, from thinking, from the problems, from this and from that. Meditation. How is our meditation? Can I refine it a little bit more? 
whatever practices I follow. Is there a way to go a little deeper? Can I add a little bit to what I'm already doing? Maybe expand it a little bit. If you are actively meditating every day, look at it. How can you just add a little more to it without making it a big thing? And why do I meditate? Some people pray or they meditate to get something. I'm not praying for anything. Through meditation, I'm just becoming empty to receive. And if I am quiet, if I'm settled in trust and love, whatever is needed comes to me. In my thinking, praying dilutes our trust. How? The one I am praying to for something, if I truly have the trust in that presence, that presence knows what my need is. If I have to ask, it means the connection is not complete. Having that trust that whatever I need will come to me. And whatever comes, I accept it gracefully and be content with it. Praying for something sets us up for disappointment. We have some idea what it should be, and if it doesn't come that way, then I am disappointed. In my opinion, in my thinking, the best prayer is have trust in our heart. So meditation. When we are meditating, the best thing is to be totally empty, like a clean vessel. Clean vessel always attracts the right kind of thing. If the vessel is not clean, whatever you put in, even that gets contaminated. So my job is to maintain that vessel clean. Through meditation, yes, some of you have different kinds of meditation. Some people do mantras, some people do um, just breathing and quieting the mind. Some people contemplate. At the end of your meditation, 
whatever form you have, just do have a little quiet time when there is nothing. In that quiet time, that empty vessel is being filled. And know that whatever is being filled in this vessel is going to, is what I need in this moment. So self-care, little quiet time, little meditation. I'm talking about these points during this season of change as we are trying to bring some change. Next is love. Loving those around me. How do I express my love? Daily. Maybe making a little conscious effort. Even against somebody that I have some charge in my head. Can I bring a little love in my life? Because we all know deep, deep, deep inside, we all know. We need to love. Love is a very powerful medicine. All the negative emotions that we hold on to so dearly, they're only, they're like toxins affecting our body. We may have thousand reasons to hold, hold on to them. But ultimately, what is the effect of that holding on? It's just poisoning my system. Not doing any good to me, not doing any good to the one I'm holding these negative emotions towards. living a conscious life, living a spiritual life, our heart knows we need to welcome love in our life. Why don't we? What holds us back from it? Whatever is holding love away from me is not healthy. So bringing a love in our life is also an act of self-love. If you have a little trouble loving the one that you hate, start with your pet, start with your plant, start with something that you don't have that charge with, but experience the love in your heart. Sit with that feeling, with that vibration, your heart vibrating with that feeling of love, that vibration, that ripple going out, affecting your own body and then affecting the environment around you. 
in this season of change, please welcome love consciously in your life. No matter what is going on in the life, maybe my health is not good, maybe somebody in my family is suffering, maybe I'm holding some resentment, whatever is going on, it should not stop us from welcoming little time for love in our 24 hours. Love is the medicine. Self-medication. I hear the word self-medication and mind always goes to some substance. But the real substance is freely available to us. We don't need to. And it just requires a little change of the way we think we live, we, we are. And this is the time for that. Okay, now we have to go out in the world. We must find a little time every day for some creative expression. What does that mean? We are all blessed with some ability to create something, create music, create gardens, create, write something, something, some creative expression in our daily life. So these are the five principles that I was thinking about how to um, remind ourselves about this, about the season of change, looking at ourselves and reevaluate how am I living? What is my tendency? Can I fine-tune this, and this is the time to fine-tune it. Self-care, little quiet time, meditation, love, and creative expression. I would like to stop right here. And uh, I know it's a very sacred day for each one of you and for So just wanted to greet you and I'll be here. I would love to hear what's on your mind. Thank you all. If you'd like to give a comment or ask Babaji a question, you can chat me and I'll be happy to relay it.
it's nice to see everybody. I greet you. I was just clicking through the pages to see who is here. Each one of you, my blessings. There's a couple of questions coming in. Um, the first is, dear Babaji, when I meditate, I often pray for others, friends and relatives who I know are seriously ill or suffering. From what I heard you said today, is this counterproductive to my practice? Just holding their well-being in your heart is the prayer. Just you saying, oh God, please keep them. Everybody's connected with God. So holding their well-being in your heart is totally fine. That is the prayer. But actively voicing it, it just sounds little lower than the highest form of meditation. If you trust, have trust, that power that you are praying to will take care of them. And everybody has their journey and If you want to truly pray for somebody, just hold their happy, radiant face in your heart and release it. So I wouldn't say it's a counterproductive. I would say that you can do it a little in a more refined way. So there are several questions in the chat. And I also see that uh, Sanjay has his hand up and then Marcy. Yes, Pranam, Pranam Babaji. Uh, Babaji, I wanted to ask, like, uh, when I do a quiet, so anyone does a quiet time, like close their eyes and practically think of nothing. And still, if you are getting some kind of emotions or moist eyes without any reason, is is that a still a quiet mind or that's still? It's a quiet mind. It happens, you know, when those things happen, little tears come well up or eyes well up. It's all something is being released that's being held somewhere. Uh, so it's just flowing out. So that's not a... Okay. Uh, don't, don't think about that. Okay, Babaji. Thank you, Babaji. Yes, Shannon, what questions are there? Uh, there's, uh, Marcy has her hand up and then there's more questions. Marcy, what's your question? Um, you know, I, I really am interested in when you said holding on poisons your system. And I guess for me, like I'm struggling with that. And I realize like if I'm holding on, then I'm, I can't be in the present, right? I can't, I'm not now. I'm actually holding on to something that already happened, whether I can make sense of it or not. And for me, you know, 
I, I really need to understand that a little better or how to kind of like loosen my grasp on that. This is a good first step. At least you are realizing that you are holding on and it's not good for you. Right. Yes. Yeah, so sometimes when you find yourself totally flowing in it, just stop your breath. Say, I'm going to just detach for it for a moment. I'm going to put it down. You're carrying a weight and you just, you're tired. You stop, you put it down, you feel a little lighter. Okay. It's time to catch your breath. So catch yourself like that and see how it feels. Okay. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Mm -hmm. uh, the next question, Babaji, is uh, can Baba talk more on creative expression? Mm. Cleaning your room is a creative expression. <laughs> organizing your house is a creative expression just move make something looking nice a little more organized plant a flower create a garden if you play music paint write all creative expressions. Sometimes people get so uh, clamped down that they don't move. Move. So there are so many ways to be creative. And I see each one of you. I mean, I see the creativity in you. And it's just a matter of um, making it flow. make any sense there's a lot of people even in this very room nodding <laughs> so um let's see next up lovely babaji what is the best way to know it is your heart and not your mind heart has no conflict mind has conflict Things that are good for you, you know deep inside that this is, this is right. Mind may like it and may have some other habits or some reactions that then it starts creating the doubt. Heart has no doubt. Thank you, Baba. Uh, sorry, hold on one second. Um, in this season of Passover, we celebrate freedom. Freedom is on so many levels. Please address the concept of freedom in this season of new beginnings. We create our own bondage in a way 
by holding on to something like Marcy was talking about, mind-held ideas, even things that happened to us in the past has a grip on us. Something happened to someone that I didn't live up to and even this self-criticism, uh, that kind of stuff. Those things really keep us in a very uncomfortable place. Whatever has happened has happened. If it's not serving anymore, I have to let it go. Any ideas, concepts that are not serving my higher aspirations, my higher journey, I have to look at it. I have to put it down. In order to move towards that freedom, we have to have a very, our mind focused on our ultimate goal, and that is self-realization. I am moving towards my self-realization and whatever is not serving, I cannot keep carrying it. That is freedom. Unless you have a higher goal of your life, it becomes a little difficult to put down the burden that you are carrying. Things have happened to all of us. We have made mistakes, we have done things in ignorance, and there were moments that things happened to us, but that's not now. We always have to keep that rem remembrance that why I was born, what is the journey of my life, where am I going? The ultimate destination is self-realization. You may ask, what is self-realization? Self-realization is knowing that you are not separate from the whole. Ultimately, you have to come to a place of total acceptance, total surrender, total love. And that is love, knowing that I'm not separate from God or whatever name you have. So as long as I'm moving in that direction, things that are not serving, I have to find a way to detach myself from it. It has happened. It's not here anymore. I'm just carrying it in my mind. You remember the story of the two monks? It's like that. We carry things in our mind and we have resentment, we have, we don't forgive yourself, ourself. But if it's not serving it, it's not going to do any good, we have to let it go. 
Remember, it's all Maya. It is as real as you make it. Wherever your mind is, that is your reality. This is what all this spiritual work is all about, being able to take our mind from where it is all the time towards something that is always there, unchanging in its wholeness, ever pure. Identify with that aspect. I'm not saying we don't pay attention to we do. We live, we have our life, and we deal with all the problems. And there are some things that were not under our control. And even if it was under our control and we made a mistake, we goofed, that was then. I was not conscious enough, or I was not strong enough, or I was not capable enough. You have to forgive yourself. Move on. It's us who keep holding. We have to just put it down. In the name of, in the name of serving the higher. We can be free. It can be free in this instance. Just let it go. Identify with which is real. And the real is very close to you. Just like the analogy I give, silence is always there. Mind, sound appears or mind goes to the sound and we say we have lost the silence. Silence hasn't gone anywhere. Our mind has gone to the sound. Your divinity, your divine self is closer to you than you imagine. It's just with our mind we are in the bondage. So be free by identifying with who truly you are. That's the truth. Thank you, Babaji. There's a few more things, uh, and there's lots of acknowledgement. Do, would you like to take more? Sure. Okay. Prerna? Mm -hmm. uh, Prerna has their hand up. Yes. Uh, Pranam, Babaji. I'm uh, very happy to be connected to you via Sanjay and Sangeeta Pasari. And uh, it's a beautiful coincidence, I would say, that since morning, whatever questions were in my mind, uh, most of the questions are answered by you today. So thank you for that. Um, one more thing which is, uh, you know, which is kind of disturbing me is uh, whenever I sit for meditation, I'm not able to give my 100% concentration. It's like 
almost three, four months, I'm trying my best, but it's not just happening. There are too many thoughts going on. So it, happens to me it happens to me also, Prerna. It's a, <laughs> it's a lifelong work, so don't be frustrated. Just keep doing it. And it's happening, you are just not recognizing it. There, is, there are those quiet moments. And you're just not recognizing it because you have an idea of a quiet mind like a lake that has no ripples in it. Yes. It's there. It's there, but a little shorter. And uh, you're more focused on watching the, the fluctuation of the mind. And it, ha it's, it happens with a little more practice that stillness gets a little longer, then the mind will run, then you bring it back, then it gets a little longer. That's why people do the mala and everything, that mind can run with each beat and you just keep pulling it back. So don't get frustrated with that. Okay. The, sometimes if you catch your mind running too fast, just hold your breath. It will come back home to check if everything is okay. So your breath is the best rope to pull your run mind that is going over there. Just pull it back home. Let it sit. It will run again. That's okay. That's its nature. Mind's nature is to move. Okay. Thank you so much, Prabhupada. Okay, there's a couple more, Babaji. Uh, how to cleanse a space in our tradition, cleansing the energy in a room, especially if not much sunlight comes in? Everything is vibration. This pen is nothing but vibration. This mouse is nothing but vibration. This is vibration. This is vibration. So objects in your house are constantly emitting vibration. If they are in a nice place, appropriate place, cleaned, paid attention to, they emit the right kind of vibration. Just like you wash your car and you feel like it's running better. It just feels that way. So that's how, so whether the sunlight is coming or not, just make sure your room is, everything is in its place and organized. Then those things put right kind of vibration. And it's a, it's a matter of experience, you know, you have, a room that looks like tornado has hit. You enter in there and you see how it feels. And you just have spend five minutes there and just putting and hanging and see how it feels much lighter. So it's a, um, 
it's a very practical thing that we can see the immediate effect. Thank you, Papa. There's a comment and then finally a question. So the comment is, water demonstrates the existence of a higher power. It's the only material in the universe that expands when frozen. If it contracted like all other matter, the icebergs would sink to the bottom and freeze the entire ocean. And therefore life could not have begun on this planet. This exception proves the rule of the divine. Too many words for me, but it's good. And finally, um, I always wonder what's the purpose of my life? What's the right way to search for it? Live in a way so you can find place in others' heart. Live in a way that you can find place in others' heart. That's a something very practical, simple, understandable, doable that Sarkar Baba, our Guru, put it so simply. Don't go out looking for things. There is some idea and concept or philosophy or theory. Be practical. Just every day ask, however I lived, did I live in a way that I created a little place in that person's heart who I inter interacted with. If you have no other aspiration, let that be aspiration and everything will come towards you. That makes sense. Okay, somebody has to nod so I know at least. So much sense, <laughs> I think we're all uh, we're all just taking it in. Thank you. Um, and there are so many thank yous in the chats. Thank you, Babaji, for your guidance, teachings, and blessings is one of the many things that is in the chat. And that's all the questions for today. Thank you, everyone, I'm in a couple of hours, I'm leaving for Sedona. And I'll be back on Tuesday, back in Sonoma. And, uh, let's take a moment to just be still and quiet. Pull your spine straight. Open your shoulders. On this Easter Sunday, remember that cross? Just imagine that cross right there, your spine and shoulders. Pause your breath and let your mind rest in the center of the forehead. Pure consciousness.
light emerging, shining. May that light of pure consciousness keep brightening your path, keep illuminating your path, keep you in good health, well-being, and in inspiration. Thank you all very much.